Life is one huge roller coaster with all its ups and downs, and we are on the ride of our lives. We celebrate the amazing and find a way to get through the tough stuff. In those tough times, we found the best way to get through them is by meeting them head on. On Real Life with Sheila and Gina, we're going to talk about the stuff we are not supposed to talk about. You know, those taboo topics. And on this show, no topic will be off limits. From parenting to control issues to boundary setting and everything in between, we are going to have candid and real conversations. We're going to talk about the stuff that keeps you up at night, the stuff you keep bottled up inside that you don't want to talk about, you know, the shit that gets in the way of your happiness. Welcome to Real Life with Gina and Sheila. Hi, Gina. Hi, Sheila. How are you doing? Uh, how am I doing? I, I'm going to say I'm doing fine, but it's a fine <laughs> in quotation marks. It's a bullshit fine is really what that means. We've all said that, haven't we? How are you doing? Oh, good. Good. You know, how, you know how much I hate that word. I know. Um, I do too, actually, which is why it makes it super funny that I even said it. But um, I'm fine. But really, I'm not fine. And I'll tell you why I'm not fine. I'll tell you a little bit about why I'm not fine. And that is I have been met in the last, we'll call it two weeks, with grave disappointment. Yeah. Like the kind of disappointment that rocks your value system, rocks your perception of your world, and probably trickles into every area of your world. So is that disappointment? I feel like that's what it is. It's disappointment. I I think so. And it's also the, I think if you take a little bit further, it's the, it's the, when you have an expectation that's been set by others, Mm, you know, and then it doesn't happen. And it's interesting because Sometimes we set expectations for ourselves, of course, or we have expectations. And if they're not based on information that we are given, then it's our own thing. But disappointments to me are when you have an expectation based on information that's been given to you. Does that make sense? Sure. I'm going to challenge that, though, because I also think that there are, I agree with everything you've said. I'm not challenging to dispute it. I want to add to it. Sure. I think there's also expectations that we have that are not internal expectations of self, and they're not external ones that other people have said to us, but they are a third category of expectations, which are, so for like, let's just think, uh, parents, right? Parents raise their children a certain way. And as you're a child and you're growing up and you get a brain of your own and you can actually think outside of what your parents tell you to do, you start realizing that there's a standard that you've been raised by and the expectation, the unspoken expectation in the world there is that you rise to the standard that has been presented to you through the teachings of your parents. Does that make sense? Yes. And in, in a lot of times I call that rules in my head, right? The rules in your head, because we create a set of rules about what we learn and as we grow up, right? So these rules are, are the same, same thing as the expectation. So the rules are, you know, you work hard, 
right? That's mm-hmm. what I said. And it's, it's from what we have experienced growing up. So I completely agree. Yeah. We work hard or family comes first. Yeah. yeah. Family's important. Doesn't even have to come first. Maybe just family's important. What, the, what does that look like? Right. Uh, just the value of certain things that you've grown up believing are true. And then when you find out that it's all been a massive crock of shit, the feeling of disappointment. Oh, so much. And, and it's also the, the, the disappointment in the situation, but it's also disappointment in the person. Oh my God. I think more disappointment in the person than in the situation. Situation feels so secondary, really. Especially if we're talking about parents and it sounds like I'm picking on parents. You can apply this to anybody, but for, for today's session, let's just keep it focused to parents. Cause I think it's a, a topic maybe many of us can relate to, but disappointment in who your parents actually are. I don't know. Not always, not every parent. My mom years ago, I was a very much daddy's girl. My mom years ago said to me, I'll never forget something along the lines of, uh, you need to take that man off your off the pedestal because he's not what you think he is, or something like that, right? And it's true because I have my dad on a humongous pedestal, and he's just a man. Now I'm really lucky that have I been disappointed by my parents? Of course, I think everybody has, but I've never had any major, you know, rocks rock in my world, right? Um, and I also don't live close to them, so it's different. So you know, and that's. You know, I think of my sister sometimes and as my parents are getting older and they need more, more help, they're still completely independent, but they're getting up there. Um, I can only imagine for my sister, the ups and downs that I don't have to experience. Yeah. Makes you want to put a phone call into your sister and tell her how much you love her because she's taken extra shit. Yeah, for sure. Maybe just, you know, whatever. I don't know. So I guess like, let's chat about. How do you handle it? Well, how do you handle it? But I, I, and I falter with finishing that sentence because I, I almost want to fit this into a box that I understand. And the box I'm talking about is like, say the box of grief, right? There are stages to grief that you have to go through. And I wonder if disappointment is similar to grief in that there's stages that you go through and need to go through to kind of work through it. I don't know. What do you think? I, I think disappointment is grief. Because it's a loss. Say more, say more, say more. Well, disappointment, it's a loss of belief. It's a loss of ideal, maybe even a loss of a person that you, the loss of an idea of the person you had, right? Mm -hmm. So for example, say, say it's, it's, say it's your mom. Let's just say it's your mom and something big goes down and you, you think, oh my God, she's not the woman I thought. Well, you're grieving the woman you thought she was. Yeah. Right. So I think disappointment and grief are very, very related. Yeah. And let me be real clear. My mom is a fucking awesome rock star. Rock star. <laughs> capital R rock star. Like, that was mine. Buckle up, bitches. My mom is a <laughs> massive rock star. She drives me crazy. Like, let's not, let's not paint this and friggin', you know, pretend colors. She does drive me crazy. Absolutely. But uh, she is an absolute rock star who has always called it like she believes it to be true. And she's never been a bullshitter or a liar, which is, you know, there's nothing that I dislike more than a liar. I agree. Yeah. 
Very. And I, I tell my son all the time, own your shit. Yep. You're going to do something, own your shit. Be ballsy enough, be brave enough to own your shit. Yeah. You want to yeah. break a rule? Okay. I mean, we're going to have a conversation about that. There's no question. It's not like I'm going to be okay with it. But then at least have the chutzpah to yeah. look me in the eye when I call you on it and own your shit. And I'm trying desperately to teach him to do that. And I respect that greatly when other people do that because I know how hard that is. But I also know that there's conviction of self. If I disappoint you, G, and then you come and you call me on it and I say, oh, no, 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 no. I'm not only letting down you and treating you like you're not very smart and you're going to fall for it, but I'm also letting myself down. If it was so important that I did X, then shouldn't I own that when I'm called on it? So one thing I learned a long time ago, it was, I was never, I was stubborn. And if I made a mistake, you had to, I had to figure out I made the mistake. But once I realized I made the mistake, oh, I have no problem owning it. I own my shit all the time. But, you know, that was one thing. But I think that when it comes to disappointment, there's also the the part of there's disappointment in theory and there's a disappointment in actuality. Does that make sense? I'm not making sense. It it does. But let's for for those on the line, let's let's explore both of those. So say we're going back to your mom example. Again, it's not either one of our moms. Our moms are rock style rock stars, but our moms let us down. Right. So there's that disappointment in in. They're not the person we thought they would be, or they're they something specific has happened and we're disappointed about the situation. But when, I don't want to use my mom. I don't I know I okay, let's use let's person. use <laughs> sorry, I'm getting real practical here, but I, I can't because I keep sitting down going, my mom's a rock star. I don't yeah, okay. So let's let's say my we'll use my ex, okay? We'll use my ex. Okay, all right. Sorry, so it's one thing, I don't care. It's one thing, so you know, he says something and the exact opposite happens, you know, or he promises something and doesn't follow through. There's disappointment there. Um, Or there's disappointment in, in say, you know, he did something fundamentally that wasn't like him, then I would be disappointed in the person. Versus the situation of says he's going to do something, sets it up, and then it goes shit. And then you have to pick up pieces. There's also that piece, right? And that's, you know, as my ex is a really good guy. We're pretty good, but he's very absent-minded. So he, you know, he used to promise the boys things. And then when the day came, he had no idea what the hell and I'd have to pick up pieces. Right. Right. So I don't do that anymore, but that was a conscious choice. But sometimes you have to deal with the fallout regardless. Right. Yeah. And that's always tough because then you have to make the decision of, do you pick up the pieces? Don't you pick up the pieces? Do you have to, you know, can you not pick up the pieces because of the situation, right? Like I wasn't going to let little boys be disappointed because he forgot something, you know, it's even the little things like Tyson always says to me, dad's always late. Always what late? Always, 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 always. Right. Right. So we've dealt with that. You know, I dealt with that my whole life. So, and I mean, I know that's a title thing, but it's the same idea. It just could be on such a bigger scale. And disappointment is tough when it comes to people who are close to you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm still, I think I'm mentally still back at the stage of the disappointment is a form of grief because it is a letdown of who you thought that person was or what they committed to doing or whatever the disappointment actually was. But then 
Like I, I feel like denial, which is a, a beginning stage of grief. Yeah, I see that. You start looking for explanations on why what you know in your heart is true really can't be true. It just can't be true, right? This person would never disappoint me in the way that they have. And then the rage part. And I don't know that it always happens in that order. It might, I don't know. I think everybody's different in their own way. And I think, I don't think it's a checkbox. Like, oh, now I've done, I've done denial. Check. Now I'm going to move on to grief. Check. Now I'm going to move on to accept. I don't think it's quite that clear. I feel like it's, you know, when my buddy died last year um, and I said, I'm going to get emotional. I was talking about grief being like a wave. And it comes and it hits you and then it recedes and then it comes again. And it comes at times that you don't always see coming, right? You know, it's going to come on Christmas day, your first Christmas without your buddy or on his birthday, it's going to be a trigger day, but. Those other days in between are the days that you don't really expect the waves to hit. Clearly we've hit a chord with Sheila this week. And so I think. I think I've been bouncing the last little bit between denial and rage, I think. And honey, it doesn't ever go away. It settles and it might not come up as much. She might not come in because, you know, I believe grief is a woman. She might not come and visit as much, but it never goes away. I mean, my brother's been gone, what? Seven, eight years. There's still some days. I I think, I think, gee, like we, I wonder if we give disappointment the same credit or weight of importance as we do grief, because grief, we can all go, oh, yeah. But I do feel that, you know, it's one thing to be disappointed. You know, we were disappointed shit got canceled during COVID. But the big ones, the big disappointments, and I don't even know if the disappointment is the right terminology for it because it is huge it is a it is a loss it's a loss in belief of someone it's a lost belief in yourself because you believed in someone and then it's whatever the situation because of whatever the the, the disappointed the situation it causes you know it's not it's again it's one thing if someone bails on you for dinner it's another thing if someone promises you or you know commits to creating an event and then all of a sudden disappears and you got to run the events. Like there's different things. Right. And then depending on the category. Right. So if it was work and exactly that, say somebody you guys were doing, say you were doing an event with somebody, big deal. And all of a sudden they bail, we would step in and, fit and, and deal with it because mm-hmm. that's who we are. And we'd be fucking mad. Yeah. I would, I would miss a denial stage in, in that oh, yeah. situation. We'd be mad. I'd go straight to pissed it's, off. It's business. So there's not really that personal piece, but in our personal life, when disappointment hits, especially it depends on who it is, you know? Yeah. Yeah. If it's somebody from your inner core, man, I can't, I can't possibly think of something worse. I really can't. No. And it is a loss. It's a loss. Anyway, you look at it, right. You know, people still consider, you know, grief deaths, of course, but there's also grief is loss. Loss of anything, right? Loss, loss of a person, that's why, that's loss of why, an opportunity, yep. That's why, you know, the world right now is collective grief. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and then you add your own daily shit on top of it. That's why some, you know, so many of us are. Well, I drink. I don't mind telling you that I drink. Yeah. I drink red wine, white wine, pink or wine. Whatever works, right? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Don't care. So how do you get past disappointment? And I'm not talking a little disappointment. I'm not talking like your favorite restaurant. How do you get past the big shit? I think you have to allow yourself to grieve. Right. And I think, I think one, you have to ask yourself, because if the disappointment causes a situation, let's say that, let's go this way. You have mm-hmm. to ask yourself, are you, can you, is there any way you cannot deal with it? Not that I'm trying to say to avoid it, but, you know, is it, the situation's caused from disappointment, you know, you're smack dab in the middle of it. 90% chance you can't just walk away, right? Yep. Especially when it's inner core stuff. So the first thing you have to do is, I think, try not to be angry with everybody in the world and get your anger out. You know, have you worked, you know, go work out, do whatever you got to do. Cause you're going to be mm-hmm. mad. You're going to be pissed. Of course you're going to be pissed. And you have every right to be pissed. I've been hitting some pretty awesome PRs at the gym lately. I have to tell you. Yeah. Figured that. Been really good for my gym career. Really, really good. So, um, so that's a good, there's the good news. There you go. Look at us finding bright. I think you have to remember you can't control anybody, but you Mm -hmm. The situation is the situation. And all you can do is support yourself and, the people you need to support in it. Does that make sense? Yep. 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 For sure. Like, so, so say, you know, for you, it's you and your husband, you guys are first, you know, you got to make sure your husband, you are okay. Your husband's okay. And then you work out from there. Yeah. And I think you also have to let go of the fact that, and the hard one is let go of the ideals that you had, you know, because you, the person is one person in your head and this is showing your reality of something else. Or it's showing you, or you always knew it was there. You just had no idea it was this magnitude. Well, you know what it, I, and I'll be honest, what it makes me want to do is, yeah, protect the people in my inner core who need protecting without question. Yes. Uh, and they actually are a little bit bigger than just my husband, but my husband is absolutely in that, in that statement. Um, my fuck you comes out. Oh yeah. So, I don't know. Do you, and I'm sure you do actually. I'd be very surprised if Gina Best did not have a fuck you stage. But when oh. I'm with, and this ties in, I guess, even to the last session when we talked about adversity, when I met with great adversity, some people kind of st- take a step back. Some people hide, some people put their head in the sand. There's lots of different ways of dealing with it. Me, I have always, 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 regardless on how huge it is, been that person that takes a step towards it, puts my chest out and says, fuck you. Like that's just always been who I am. I crumble like a friggin' whatever when it's all done, I will crash and burn when it's all done. But in the moment of the greatest adversity and the greatest threat in the greatest, whatever, I'm that person that takes a step forward and says, fuck you. And so I feel myself right now in my world, looking around going in what direction do I step to say, fuck you. I haven't quite figured out. Do I go a little to the left, a little to the right? Do I just take a, a, I don't know yet, but it's there. It's like the pot that's bubbling. It's there. 
And I think you just got to remember, you didn't cause it. Mm -mm. You don't have to pick up the pieces if you don't want to. There's some pieces I need to assist with picking up. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm. We're not saying people just walk away. We're not. Oh no. And I, and I think as it might be. I, yeah. I, I can't, I cannot walk away. I, I don't think that's the right thing to do. And so because of those two reasons, I won't walk away. Um, but there are absolutely some pieces that are not mine to pick up. Mm-mm. I have no desire to pick them up. and. I hope they're really, really heavy for the person that does have to pick them up. Mm-hmm. That's really heavy. Yeah. And I think you have to accept that moving forward, the relationship will be completely different if there is a relationship. If there is a relationship. Yeah. That's a very, very good last kind of few, few yeah. words on that. So, and it's your choice if there is a relationship. It's yeah. no one else's. Yeah. Because it has to be, you have to put yourself, especially for someone like you who runs towards the fire, uh, because that's who you are, right? The fuck you. Once it's all said and done, because we're not the type of people who are ever going to walk away from something. People in my core. Yeah. People in my core, I will never walk away. So once that's all said and done, um, you know, then you get to decide if you're going to continue the relationship or not. Yeah. You know, because you'll crumble and then you'll have to, that's when the grief is really going to kick in. As you can tell, something's going on with Sheila in her world. Uh, <laughs> so she had a big disappointment. She's dealing with the pieces. She will pick up the pieces and deal with it because that's what she does. And then after the fact, she's going to lose her shit. And then she's going to decide how she's going to want to continue in a relationship or not. And knowing me, I'll have to talk about it because I'm an external processor. That's just... Yeah. So stay tuned because I'm sure at some point it'll come out, but, um, but it's not today, but I'll tell you, my husband's awesome. So it has nothing to do with him. No, so um, yeah. and her mom's a rock star. And my mom's a fucking rock star. Not, not just a rock star. Yeah. Anyway, rock. it's, it's a uh, disappointment's real man. And I guess, I guess the bottom line is we all have to just, I guess, treat it like a, a grief process, it, right? It's a grief, you know, again, not the little disappointments, but the big ones. Yes. Yeah, we're not talking about breaking the coffee cup in the dishwasher. That's not what I'm talking about. Or bailing, you know, your friend bailing on you for lunch. We're not talking about those things. Or showing up five minutes late for a recording session. Yeah, like me. (laughs) As you can tell, today's is short and sweet. Yeah, that's, I got to tell you, folks, that's all I, that's all I've got in my heart today. I, I, uh, we, we, in true Gina and Sheila fashion, we had a quick little debrief before we got on and um, and even considered not not doing it today. Um, and it, then it was a case of, no, this is this is kind of what we agreed to and what we wanted. Right. It's what we wanted. It's not that we agreed to something. Nobody's forced us ever to start this podcast or to even talk about the topics we talked about. But we wanted to be able to reach out to other people in the world who are going through some of the things that we talk about, some of the things that we go through, and just to, if nothing else, show up real with the crap that goes on in our world. That doesn't mean it's a complete opening of the emotional doors, but um, but we, we talk about the uncomfortable things. And so for me, because Gina gave me the option to postpone our recording, and I think for me, it was important that I hold space 
to do what I've committed to do with this podcast, and it's to show up in all the ugliness and awesomeness that happens to be who I am and the shit that I got to deal with. So um, anyway, hopefully it gives somebody out there a little bit of courage to keep going with whatever crap you've got going on too. And one um, foot in front of the other babies. Mm, how do you eat an elephant? How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. One bite at a time. Oh my God. I'm getting t-shirts. I swear to God on the back, it's going to say buckle up bitches. And I don't oh, know. God, yes. <laughs> so many t-shirt options. Anyway. All right, guys, be well, be strong. Um, and we'll be back to do like a, a Brene Brown, like be awkward, be, what is it? Awkward, kind, and brave. Is that her shit? Remember, we're all doing the best we can. Yeah. 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 All right, we're going to sign off. All right. See you all. Bye. Bye.